My bed is a spaceship. The tree in the sea. Chapter three. The mighty meteor. Curtis loved being in space. It was that great feeling of freedom and adventure. He stared at all of the swirling gases of orange and purple in the distance, and then looked at the planets as they sped by. Oh, Jupiter-tastic! Curtis said. Scrumptious journey," said Mister Hippo. "Indeed," replied First Officer Zip. "What do you call a lump of rock in space?" asked the Scroll of the Galaxy. "I don't know," replied Curtis, as if answering a knock-knock joke. "What do you call a rock in space?" "A rock," asked Mister Hippo. "Mister Hippo, indeed." Is the rock traveling fast? Asked First Officer Zip. Oh, very. Is it big? Huge. Why do you uh, uh, ask? Replied Curtis. No one replied. All the spacemates stared at an enormous mass of stone hurtling towards them. Meteor! The spacemates screamed in unison. That's right. Only reason I mention it is because oh, you've seen it. Quick, all lean over to the left. Instructed First Officer Zip. The spacemates all grabbed tightly on the mighty motion duvet as First Officer Zip steered the bed hard right. Mr. Hippo, can you turn the engines on to full throttle? Mr. Hippo was so frightened that he just lay there shaking and covering his eyes with his pudgy paws. Curtis leapt to the front of the bed and pulled the thrust lever to full. Splendid, Curtis. Any more information, Scroll? Asked Curtis. We are over twenty thousand miles from the nearest pizza. What has that got to do with it? Crashing makes me hungry. Mmm, pizza. Mister Hippo mumbled. Are we going to crash? Indeed, we are. Replied First Officer Zip. Curtis stared again at the huge rock, which was almost upon them. "Oh, exploding suns!" said Curtis. "Is there anything nearby?" "We are very close to the Iron Planet," replied the Scroll of the Galaxies. "Pluto potential," Curtis said, and then opened a panel at the back of the bed. He took out a large red curved piece of metal, which Grandpa Tub had given him. Mr. Hippo, hold this with me. Curtis grabbed the scroll of the galaxies to see exactly where the iron planet was on the map. Be careful! The scroll squealed. Right, Mr. Hippo, to the left. Curtis instructed. And First Officer Zip, keep steering all the way to the left. Mr. Hippo helped Curtis point the metal towards the iron planet, and the whole spaceship accelerated to the left. What's happening? Asked the scroll. "It's a magnet. It will be attracted to the iron planet," said Curtis, while holding on tight to the metal. He felt himself being pulled, and his arms began to ache. "Do you have any rope?" First Officer Zip. His spacemate searched inside himself, and then handed Curtis a loop of thick rope. Curtis tied it around the magnet and secured it to the bed. "Let go, Mister Hippo." 
said Curtis, as his huge spacemate was almost pulled with the magnet out of the bed. The rope tightened and the magnet shot out of the force field and stood proud like a dog sniffing the air. The mighty motion sped quicker and quicker. Curtis just hoped that it would be enough to avert a crash. The meteor was so close that he could see craters, large grooves down its side where it must have scraped past something. It was getting closer and closer and Curtis held his breath. He could hear a loud knocking on the force field as if something was trying to get in. His eyelids opened and he could see that the meteor was upon them. Screamed the spacemates. If my calculations are correct, said the scroll of the galaxy, I think, well probably, or possibly, well, maybe, before he had finished his sentence, the giant rock touched the force field around the mighty motion. Sparks flew, but the craft continued to speed faster. Suddenly, the sparks stopped, and the meteor continued its journey just below them. We might just make it, the scroll finished. It missed, indeed, said First Officer Zip. Satin-tastic, exclaimed Curtis. The spacemates hugged each other in celebration and jumped up and down on the mattress. Yeehaw! Curtis stopped jumping as he felt that something was still wrong. Yes, he could hear a knocking on the force field. He looked closer at the interlaced patterns of energy running around the bed. In areas, there were cracks appearing. Cracks that were getting bigger. In the centre of each crack, there seemed to be little creatures banging on the force field. They look angry, said Mr Hippo. Furious indeed, said First Officer Zip. Curtis took hold of the telescope and focused it on the centre of the cracks. In the middle were the buds from his willow tree. They were screaming and banging on the force field. He handed the scope to First Officer Zip. They are indeed buds, First Officer confirmed. That's what I thought, said the scroll. At least, I think I did. Buds, asked Mr Hippo. Are they tasty? I think they are angry buds, said Curtis. Furious buds indeed. Why are they so angry? asked Curtis. Does it matter? asked the scroll. It might do, Curtis replied. If they don't stop, we will all be sucked into space. Curtis looked at the buds again through the telescope. He noticed that they had small, flower-like mouths that were trying to suck something in. The flowers were each on a little stalk, which was bashing into the force field. The cracks were getting wider. If this continues, said First Officer Zip, we will indeed explode. Explode? That's yucky, said Mr Hippo. What could they be trying to suck in? Curtis thought out loud. Then he figured it out. He knew what they needed to do. He rushed over to the headboard and removed one of the large metal containers. At the top of it was a small tap. 
he lifted this to one of the cracks and turned the tap on. Air poured into the crack. What's that? asked Mr. Hippo. Oxygen, replied Curtis. They are trying to breathe. With the help of his spacemates, he poured air into every crack. Curtis then peered through the telescope again at the buds. I don't think it worked, said the scroll of the galaxy. Curtis was certain that the buds had stopped gasping. In fact, he thought they were saying thank you. The buds then floated away from the force field. Okay, it worked, said the scroll and switched off. The cracks in the force field began to disappear and the mighty motion sped at hyperspeed towards the planet of Z and the tree in the sea. <laughs>